How to create sermon engagement coming up here on the Better Sundays podcast at ReachKeep.com. Welcome to the Better Sundays podcast, focused, practical, and usable advice for church leaders looking to reach new young families and impact their community. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Mike Holmes here at ReachKeep.com, and we're excited to have you on board. Today we're talking about how you, as a pastor, can create sermon engagement. And we're doing a little kind of play on words between the pastor versus the preacher here and which one uh, is better. And we're going to see that pastors have an obligation to engage their people and to help them to move forward in a way that's just a little bit different than just someone standing up and speaking to the people. So I want to give you some reasons and kind of what exactly uh, in- engagement is. And then I'm going to give you uh, a few samples. All of this is part of what I call the big nine, and these are the nine fundamentals of of pastoral preaching, and we're going to be covering those in details uh, coming up here in the future. So stay tuned. We'll get you signed up and get you involved uh, for those. This is sort of a taste of of, uh, point number five, which is the idea of of we have utensils or tools as speakers that we use, and as a pastor, you have a bunch of different really obligations to use those tools uh, to move your people in the right direction. So let's talk a little bit about engagement, and we're going to be, again, getting to uh, the big nine here, the nine fundamentals. Uh, eventually, as we kind of stay tuned, we'll, we're, we're kind of getting this moving along here. So thank you so much. And if this has been good for you, I appreciate the subscriptions we've had lately. I appreciate the shares we've had, the likes and the thumbs up, and all of those things we've seen on uh, our podcast uh, channels as well as our YouTube channel. So thank you. Thank you very much for uh, giving us the share and the the subscription. Here we go. Number one, the idea of sermon engagement is just super important. In other words, why would you preach if you're not going to have them listen and have them move or have them do something? Every speaker has what we would call a kind of a call to action or a purpose for what they're doing. So you want to give them something that is going to change their life. So the idea of engagement is really this idea of, of you as the speaker and them as the listener and you guys connecting, where you are getting together. In other words, what you say they are hearing. Uh, we've all been in classes or whatever, and the want, 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 where someone's talking, you have no idea whatever happened. That, that can happen in sermons, believe me. I have had pastors up there, and they're speaking, and after a while, it's like, I don't even know what he said for the last 10 minutes. Actually, I'm a preacher. There's times when I've been speaking, it's like, what did I just say? You know, you kind of kind of get that way. That is not engagement. That is not connecting. The idea is that we would connect with them, that we would be uh, we would be relatable. What we're saying would touch them. A message prepared from a head will reach a head, but a message prepared from a heart will reach a heart. And we want to touch their hearts. We want to be. We don't want to be aloof. We don't want to be way above them. And, in such a way that they're, that they're not really kind of catching it. And that's something certainly Jesus was, that he related to the people, he was with the people, he spoke, never a man spake as he spake. You know, that, there were so many type of th- times when Jesus was really very relatable, good illustrations, a lot of different, uh, uh, his parables, his stories, and, and we're going to get into some of the details of that uh, when we cover the nine fundamentals. But this number one is the idea that, that you that you are connected, okay? Now, the, the, the idea of, of connection goes beyond, beyond just 
touching, okay? But I want you to think of, of you are connecting, but you are, you are in, you're in gear with them. In other words, there's, there's sort of a, a connection or there's a reaction to the connection. You think of big gear wheels here and how they spin. And when this one spins, this one spins. And, and they are synchronous. In other words, what God's done for me, he can do for you. What the Holy Spirit didn't move in my life, he can move in your life too. The way I've learned about forgiveness, you can learn about forgiveness. And when you start to do that, you're starting to engage your people. You want them to experience forgiveness, uh, learn to have victory over sin, to, to uh, you know be better at the different things that they are. You want them to have a movement in their life and not just be hearers of the word, but as we say, doers of the word. This is the doers part. It is where the gears connect. And so these first two principles here are very important that we speak because we want to connect. Okay. Now, and maybe you just want to stand and read or manuscript or whatever, and we hear stories about all that. But folks, God called me to come into a community and to change the community and to reach them and to do that. And we preach the word and we apply the word and we disciple people, which means we're teaching and moving them along, uh, you know, a pathway, a planned pathway. And we're here to make the difference, to be a world changer. And if, and if world changers are like a little bit too big for you, just just be a community changer, okay? Uh, just be just be a, a family changer. Just be an individual changer. But be a developer that changes people, that gets people into synchronization with what God has done in your life. Now, engagement is so important in our sermons. We're going to be spending time talking about it in, in specifically the sermon, but it really is, is a church-wide type of thing. And, and we'll cover some of that too. It's the idea of you know getting them involved with projects in your church and doing things and going out in the community and putting their feet into motions, not just being the, the mouthpiece of the church, but being the, the, the hands of the church. So we want to get them, we want to touch them, and we want to engage them. We want them to get them gear. But then we want these gears to have a purpose. Okay, my fingers here right now, they're not doing anything, but a real set of gears would be hooked to something else, would hook to something else that would, you know, turn something, would function something, the hands of a clock would go around, or a, a machine would press out a piece of a finished product, or whatever it happened to be. We want to make sure that there is purpose, and that God is touching them and doing something them with, with purpose. So this is the kind of the essence of engagement. When we speak, and I want you to understand that it is, as a pastor, and as they, the speaker, it is your obligation to engage the people. It is your obligation to move them forward and to take them to the next place. Now, you obviously, they have to make those decisions. But we are here to give the sense, and we're here to be everything that God wants us to be. We know that God causes the growth, but God also wants me to grow and to be the very best speaker I can be and to help move people in the right direction. And so I'm going to be thinking about how I can engage them and move them forward and what the purpose would be uh, of this, you know, these gears that are they're turning there. Now, 
We all use levels of engagement. They are there. And in our big nine, we're going to be covering uh, in detail how to do some of these in much more, much more details. But um, there, there are all sorts of different levels, you know, physical and mental and, and spiritual engagement and visual engagement and a lot of different things. Let me give you a couple of ones that you, and I wrote a couple of these down here. Um, physical engagement. We all use physical engagement. Uh, in other words, we get them to come in and then we say, let's all stand and sing. So, whoop, we're engaged we're up we're down you know uh you know i turn and shake hands with somebody next to you okay i fill out a card okay so they're physically in doing something so you're probably already doing some level of engagement so how can we make that better okay how can we how can we physically engage in the very best that we that we possibly can do can do uh we all do we obviously all do what we would call you know I guess, auditory engagement, and that is that we speak, and they listen, and sometimes we get real quiet, you know, and sometimes we get a little loud, and sometimes we say, can I have an amen, and sometimes we say, uh, you know, uh, all in favor say aye, and you know, isn't that right, right, you know, and we're, we're getting some type of engagement, there. Uh, physical engagement, you have people, you know, come forward at the end of the service, you have them go sign up at a volunteer booth to do something. There's a lot of different things there. And again, we'll spend a little bit more time on detail here. Um, a, a mental engagement, and this is one that we all use all the time. And this is where in your sermon, okay, as you are giving the sense of the scriptures, as you are explaining what the scriptures mean in the historical, accurate, literal context, you're, you're doing that, you are going to uh, come up with a uh, uh, words that, you know, maybe all rhyme, okay? We've all done the P thing. I talked about that last week, the T's or S's or whatever. You may have some mental type of engagement there. You may have illustrations that you use. You might, as Jesus did, tell stories, okay, and, and use the, the aspect of a story and then put the big equal sign at the end of the story and who then is the neighbor to this man? Uh, you know that that type of thing, and bring conviction. Those are some I, those are some ways that we use uh, the the mental thing. I like what Paul did. You know, uh, he he went to Mars Hill. He didn't just stand up and start preaching the word. He said, "Hey, I noticed uh, you guys have a little uh, inscription over there," and uh, everyone's like, "Where? Where? Oh, that? Yeah." And let me tell you about who that guy is. Okay, uh, to the unknown God. Let me tell you who the unknown God is, because you uh, you got someone carved his name in a stone, and you went through a lot of effort to make that, I am going to tell you who it is. There you create some interest right there. Paul used engagement uh, to, to bring his people to a response, and actually he got quite a response uh, in quite a few of the places he preached. So all of this is super important. So I just want to kind of sort of whet your appetite on this. Now, you might be thinking, oh, this is this is this is too much, and I'm I'm not here to manipulate people. Okay, well, manipulating is not quite the right word here. Manipulating would be if you're doing it for yourself. If you're doing it to get a big offering or a bigger job or a bigger car or doing it for you know all that, we don't call this manipulating, folks. We call this leading. You are to lead the flock of God. You are to feed them and to lead them. And you are to move them from A to B and move them along. And your sermons and your, your presentation and your verses and your visuals and all the different things that you use need to be well thought out and empowered by the Holy Ghost that you would be bringing people to be connected with you, okay, and connected with Christ ultimately, but, you know, followers of you as I'm followers of Christ, that type of thing, connected 
and geared up with you as God has worked in me. He can work in you. You're geared up, and then you're geared up for a purpose. You're moving them forward. And all of that is part of this whole idea of the preacher, the pastor, and the pulpit, that we really have this obligation uh, as public speakers, as leaders of churches, as pastors of the flock, to take our people to new and better heights and to uh, help them be uh, the Holy Spirit reveal to them uh, their sin and their things that they need to change in their life. So I am so excited about this upcoming series that we're doing and this training that is coming up and upcoming webinars. we got several things uh, kind of tied to uh, what we call, uh, you know, the pastor and his preaching. And uh, we're going to get you to sign up for some stuff. I'm very fired up about that. We'll get you some links on the website here soon so that you can do that. But you and I need to be the very best that we can be at one of the things that we're most famous for, and that pastors are most famous for standing behind a pulpit and presenting clearly the Word of God and moving people into action, into maturity. And so I'm excited, excited, excited about that. So thanks for being with us. If this is helpful, hit the share button, hit the subscribe button. Appreciate that. And we will see you next week here on the Better Sundays podcast at reachkeep.com.